An anthology about the bad, the short-lived, and the forgotten shows and events in television history. This is It Was a Thing on TV. I give you Super Train. Episode 452, Submission 2031. The commercials of Super Bowl 34. Well, guys, we're getting set because Super Bowl 58 is coming up. We got Kansas City and San Francisco, a rematch of four years ago. But this time, we got Barack Purdy as the quarterback for the 49ers, while Patrick Mahomes is going for his third Super Bowl title in five years. But before that, in the year 2000, we had Kurt Warner come out of nowhere to lead the St. Louis Rams to their first Super Bowl in 20 years to take on a team that didn't exist in the city they were playing in and had a different name like three years before. The Tennessee Titans, who made it to the Super Bowl on one of the most amazing plays in NFL history, the Music City Miracle in the wild card round against Buffalo, thrown by, and I can't believe I'm saying this now, the late, great Frank Wycheck. Yeah, just passed away like three months ago. Yeah. And he passed away, of all things, from a fall at home. And he was only like 52. He was a very young guy. But this Super Bowl was probably like one of the most exciting Super Bowls of all time. The Rams, I think, had like a 16-0 lead. The Titans came all the way back to tie the game in the fourth quarter. And then the last two minutes of the game, I think he had three of the most amazing plays in Super Bowl history. First was the bomb Kurt Warner threw to Isaac Bruce to give the Rams the lead. The second was Steve McNair escaping a sack. And I don't know how he got around them, but he threw a perfect pass to Wycheck to put them in position in the red zone to tie the game. And then the last play of the game, Never forget this. Kevin Dyson trying to score, and Mike Jones of the Rams tackles him at the one. And there's the iconic image of Kevin Dyson trying to stretch his arm out to have the ball cross the plane. But the time runs out, and the Rams win the Super Bowl, giving Dick Vermeil his Super Bowl title. A move that would forever be known as either... The tackle or one yard short. Depending on where you live in either St. Louis or Tennessee. But that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about commercials. Because, yeah, we love talking about commercials here. And in 2000, this Super Bowl would be infamous because... There was one thing that everyone was making money on in 2000. Dot-coms. Yep, this was the dot-com bowl. Mike, do you remember this magical time in the year 2000 of dot-coms? Do I ever? I think I remember it more for who didn't make it to 2001 more than anything else because that bubble burst and it burst hard. So we had tons of companies trying to spend money left and right for this game. So we're going to go through a bunch of commercials. We're not going to go through all these. And also there's two ads that we don't want to touch on because they're pretty powerful in their own right. And I'm talking about the WebMD ad for Muhammad Ali and the Nuveen ad for Christopher Reeb. So we're not going to touch those ads. And of course, as I mentioned, not going to touch every ad in this Super Bowl. But if you can find them, you can go to Adeline TV. They have a bunch of ads for every Super Bowl. And all the commercials from Super Bowl 34, pretty much almost every one of them, 
is on that site if you want to view the rest of them. And of course, all the other links from the game that we're covering here will be included in the Podbean description on our page at itwasathingontv.com. So the first commercial I'm going to play is a commercial for Microsoft. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be boarding first class passengers first. Following that, we'll be boarding by row, starting with seats 45 through 30. When absolutely everyone else is already comfortably settled on the plane, then, and only then, will we be allowing those passengers who run companies but still haven't figured out an e-business strategy to board the plane. Once again, flight one... Anxious about e-business? Don't be. Get the software, services, and partners that make it easier. The business internet starts with Microsoft. Well, that's a good place to start. You're talking about a dot-com surge in 2000. Why not start with basically what you need to use in order to take advantage of those dot-coms, a computer. You got Windows or you got Macintosh. Let's start with Microsoft. Let's go with Windows first. I don't even think there would have been a Macintosh commercial at this point because their stock was so low. It was the next year, 2001, when they had the iPod and the rest is history, if you think about it, because iPod, iPhone, iPad, and their stock price has just, like, climbed and climbed and climbed ever since. Well, the iMac would have just come out, and this is the beginning of Steve Jobs returning to Apple. So they're starting to get on the path again. So This is the second Steve Jobs era. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one after he originally lost all his money, and even the iMac. I'm going to admit it. It was nice, but it wasn't terribly convenient. We had one where I worked at that point. But yeah, that's another story for another day. All right, we got a commercial for GMC Trucks. What creates professional-grade agility? A wider stance for improved handling. Bigger brakes for driver confidence. And a new suspension for a better ride. A world of innovations plus one new name. The GMC Suburban is now the all-new surprisingly agile Yukon XL. GMC, do one thing, do it well. This was like the era of like SUVs, right? Yeah. So obviously people needed like big trucks. Okay. Well, I got a question. If I was to buy, let's say, a Disney clamshell VHS, who would be the perfect person to sell me on buying one? Disney? No, but he's dead. I'm out of ideas. Well, think about it. It's the year 2000. What person is so hot with his own video game right now? Maybe a certain pro skater. Oh, ah, that guy. Yeah, Tony Hawk is a pro skater. So why is he selling me a Disney clamshell VHS? Well, let's see. Cloth, like Tarzan. Tarzan, bring it home this Tuesday. And it was also available on Disney DVD, which would have fit ever so easily in his pocket. Now, Mike, have you ever tried to stuff a Disney clamshell VHS in your pocket? Not in my pocket. I'm sorry, I'm a little more confused and scared by the kids saying, Dad, can you do that in a loincloth? What kid would say that? He really loved Tarzan. Still, have any of us ever said, Hey, Dad, can you strip down to some really small pairs of underwear for me? No. 
No, there's laws against that. Hold on. Is the whammy here? Why are you going to drag me into this conversation about loincloths? Well, you once played Tarzan in the sketch on Quest Your Luck. Good point. Did anyone ever tell you? Does Tammy ever come to you to say, hey, whammy, do you want to wear a loincloth tonight while we're role-playing in bed? Ew. I don't need a loincloth. I show all of this to Tammy all the time, baby. Right there. I'm ah. an adult. I think oh. we all do at this point. Oh my god. You're the one who asked the question. Well, I have a question. Why do we all love a certain mouse? Well, who do you get to answer that question? Oh. Spock and a certain center on the Los Angeles Lakers. His fans have always had such a fascination with his ears. They always make such a big thing about his ears. I would get tired of that, personally. Yeah! He is the best entertainer in the world. Very energetic very enthusiastic. I'm just trying to follow his footsteps. Little itty bitty footsteps. He told me this shot right here. The over the head between the ear shot. Like that. Oh well. That's making Shaq to the fool. Fun fact. That is the closest Shaq ever got to making a legitimate jump shot. (laughs) Ugh. Well, what do you have to do when you're, like, young, a professional athlete, but sadly you have to hang it up? Well, Charles Schwab is going to tell us what happens. These days, it's never too early to think about retirement. Maybe that's why so many people go to Schwab.com. In a few steps, you can open a Roth, a traditional IRA, or a rollover, invest in a range of funds, and plan for the future. Because retirement... You got the upper. ...comes sooner than you think. Okay, can we describe who was in this head? We had Charles Barkley, Tara Lipinski, Wade Boggs, Barry Sanders, I think. Yes. Evander Holyfield, all of them having retired within the last five years as of this ad airing. And it ends with Chuck Barkley getting a new roommate, Mike Ditka. And his caption, retired Thursday. Which would have just happened because he would have been fired from the Saints. Oh, yeah, the whole Ricky Williams thing. Yeah, not that Ricky Williams thing, the other Ricky Williams thing. Well, I'm talking about that whole trade, yeah, where he traded essentially the whole draft in 1999 for Ricky Williams. Nowadays, that would be called pulling a Scott Bitterer, trading your entire draft stock for one star player who turns out to be... Yeah, pretty much. Well, what do the kids love in 2000? They love TRL. They love Carson Daly. You know what they also love? Pizza. And what do you do to combine those things? You can put them in a .com ad for cdnow.com. You remember cdnow.com? I remember cdnow.com. Do you remember cdnow.com, Mike? I've never even heard of that. What is that? It was a website that kind of made you like get like mix CDs. Like you could sample songs before you buy them and you put them like on a CD. Like if you like the song, you can just put it on a CD, like your own mix CD, but you buy it with the songs you want. 
it was the 1999-2000 version of iTunes, but with a CD. Okay. I believe, yeah. I don't know what the heck it is, but yeah. Okay. Remember when you had your CD-RW, and this would be two years after the era of CD now, you'd have your CD-R and you put it in and you rip all of your MP3s off of your CDs and put it on a standalone disc that you can just listen to wherever, or at least that's what I did. I installed a CD-RW onto my Paranoia E-Monster. Mike knows what I'm talking about. So... Yeah, that's what I did, and it pretty much eliminated the uh, the need for CD now. In fact, okay, so this ad that's coming aired in 2000. In the 13 years since, it was acquired by BMG, then acquired by Amazon, and was effectively shut down. Aw. Well, let's hear Carson Daly in this weird hybrid for CD now, Pizza Hut. Hey, what's up? Carson Dale here at a Pizza Hut parking lot talking free CDs. This is awesome. We've been camped out here for three days. Okay, here's the deal. You buy the Big New Yorker pizza for $9.99. Then you get a personal access code. You go online to cdnow.com, personalize your own free CD, choose six songs from their selection of over 200 hits, and they even mail it to you for free. Woo! So what's going to be on your CD? I want some stuff that expresses my youthful rage. Rap. Alternative. Yeah, I've got a Big New Yorker pizza for Jim. Great. This is for Jim. Great. Who's paying for this? Man, the big New Yorker pizza. You remember that? I can't say I do, but I don't eat pizza at all that often. This is a Domino's house, good sir. What does Pizza Hut think they're doing trying to sell this crap? This GLCDnow.com. Hey, big New Yorker pizza. Everyone knows you don't get real New York pizza from Pizza Hut. Hey. Fun fact, CD Now was supposed to merge with Columbia House. It never happened. Oh, all right. Now we have this ad for Budweiser. Fred is great. He always wants to play. Just look at him go. He's got so much energy, but he sure can work up quite a thirst. That's why I give him Budweiser. It's made with only the choicest hops and barley, and it's got a clean, crisp taste that he loves. I wouldn't give him anything less. Okay, so this is going to be completely lost in the audio. But you think that it's the human that's talking. No, it's the dog that's talking. And let's be honest, talking dogs are never not funny. Mike, do you agree that talking dogs are hilarious? Generally. I don't have any examples to prove me wrong, but generally. I mean, we all love Mr. Smith. That's a good talking animal. Now we got another dot comment for monster.com. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. And sorry, I could not travel both. And be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could. And both that morning equally lay in leaves. No step had trod in black. Two roads diverged in a wood. And I? And I. I took the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. Monster.com for work, life, possibilities. Culture. Robert Frost up in here. You know what I loved at the end of the ad? It gave the AOL keyword. Yeah, AOL keywords, they're still around, but who uses them? Monster.com, they're still around. They are still used. Okay, our next ad is for Motorola. new Motorola Time Port. Access to vital information on the internet, wherever you are. Okay, 
Can we describe this for the audio listeners for what we just saw? Okay, so we saw this man who's in a tree. And here comes a rope snake, right? Crawling up his pant leg. He's reaching for his Motorola phone, which in 2000 looks like a Nokia mini brick phone. And then he's looking up. He's using the internet to look up deadly snakes. Rope snake? Non-venomous. All of a sudden, he looks up constrictor because he's thinking to himself, well, I think the snake is kind of sort of reaching for something. Something like that. Well, guys, what can we have to look forward to halftime? Well, this 10-second commercial, and I can't even explain what this is. Oh, Johnny. Yes, my brother, kiss. The E-Trade Halftime Show is coming up. I know, I know. Stay tuned for the E-Trade Super Bowl 34 Halftime Show. Um, We saw, like, a guy... I guess take toe fungus out of an old woman. Nah, he's giving her a sensual foot massage. Oh. Why would you do that when the Super Bowl is on? Well, it's E Trade's money, not mine, I guess. Next, we got an ad for Bug Light. Good evening, folks. Hold the door, hold the door. Okay, whoa, hold that elevator. Hold the one door. more, one more. Oh. Hey, hey, open the door. Can somebody get that, please? People, somebody press the button. Frank, come on, I can see you in there. Please open the door. Hey, hey. Come on, we're reasonable people here. Frank, look. That's my Bud Light. Come it on. is, Frank. For the great taste that won't fill you up and never lets you down. I can't shake them. Is this going on? Make it a Bud Light. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Also defies the laws of physics. You put your arm in an elevator. Bad things happen. If you put your hand in an elevator with the doors closed, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. And if you put your whole self in an elevator, you're really going to have a bad time. Isn't that right, Miss Moldar? I really don't want to talk about it. Ah! Oh my god! I love we found a way for Diana Moldor. <laughs> well, you know what? It's a good thing that we didn't get the 2001 Super Bowl between the Ravens and the Giants, because I would rather be watching a Pulaski episode than that. <laughs> Okay, our next ad is for micro strategy. Hello, Kathy. Stop alert. Micro strategy software is creating a new generation of one to one e business. Where's that idiot stockbroker? No, I, do, I don't want his voicemail. E-business solutions through web, wireless, and voice. Oh, nothing. Just another merger. MicroStrategy. The power of intelligent e-business. Hey, so MicroStrategy is still around. However, in 2020, they didn't do an intelligent move. They invested a quarter of a billion dollars in Bitcoin as a treasury reserve asset. Citing declining returns from cash, a weakening dollar, and other global macroeconomic factors. Oh, that's terrific. Three years later, they announced during the period between that August and that September, MicroStrategy, together with its subsidiaries, acquired approximately 5,445 bitcoins for approximately 147.3 million in cash with an average price of approximately 27,000 per bitcoin. So they lost out on their investment 
to the tune of $100 million. Bitcoin is bad, people. All right. We got an ad for Budweiser. The dog is supposed to cry. So let's do one more. Are you finished? Rex, you're supposed to cry. Think back to your worst day. That's your motivation. 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 Heartbreaking. That dog really brought back to the time it was chasing a Budweiser truck because I guess the dog wants to get drunk and it hit it in the car. Its head was like, what, what happened? He jumped and there was like a car parked and he hit into the parked car. Very sad. But the director got the motivation for the scene. And that's the important part. This next ad is for Net Clients. Do you have anything on Net Clients, Chico? Net Clients? Net Clients. Like net... compliance, but Net Oh, clients. Net Clients. Yeah, well, they operated a low-cost internet appliance called the iOpener between 1999 and 2002. And the thing of it is, you could buy a net appliance or an eye opener for a hundred bucks. It was popular with uh, computer hobbyists who modified it to run desktop PC software without the internet service. So if you wanted a cheap computer or a cheap internet alternative, there you go. But in 2002, according to CNET, they quit the business cut 93 jobs, and morphed into an infrastructure and managed services company, whatever that is. Well, let's see this commercial. What if every last one of us could access the internet and email without using a computer? Well, then every last one of us could be a webhead. Introducing the iOpener, the simple way to access the internet and email from a company called NetClients. I love how it said a company called NetClients at the end. That really grabs you. They weren't that far off, you know. I mean, people nowadays can access the internet via something other than a computer. Yes. In fact, you're probably listening to us on one of those newfangled devices right now. But you know what I loved about that ad? Seeing the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders with those stereotypical nerd glasses. The horn rims with the bandages in the middle? Yep. Nice. Okay, our next commercial is from 7-Up. Now, guys... Do you remember the Orlando Jones make seven up yours ads? I remember the ones where he's wearing the shirt that says make seven and on the back up yours. I also remember that when I was in college during this time, somebody had a parody shirt that said up yours on front and up yours in the back. Mike, do you remember those commercials? Oh, do I remember them? Yes. Well, let's see what 7-Up had cooked up for this Super Bowl before Orlando Jones. I'm always coming up with great new promotions for 7-Up. Like this one. I asked people to send me pictures of their cans. Let's take a look. Oh, 
Look like two big Christmas hams. <laughs> Show us you can. Look at the backyard on this fella. That about ends the uh, first annual 7-Up Show Us Your Can contest. Next time I'll be more specific. Mom? <laughs> I remember that from back in the day. So do I. Still great almost a quarter century later. Oh, he should have been more specific of that. Well, let's go to Volvo for this next commercial. Hold on, hold on. I was going to add before you start that, thank heavens they don't do that commercial nowadays because God only knows what cans would be shown in 2024. Good thing that commercial wasn't around. During the George W. Bush era for Super Bowl 38, because there was more than enough problems for that Super Bowl. Had nothing to do with cans, though. No, those were jugs. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Yeah, you got it. All right, let's go to Volvo and see what they had cooked up for this Super Bowl. Name's Gus. Here's what 30 years on the road's taught me talk is cheap. Haircut shouldn't cost more in your hat. And always run the best truck you can. This truck sure has made a difference, but success hasn't spoiled me. I still put my pants on one leg at a time. Your toothpick, sir? How many truck drivers do you now have like their own chauffeur? That's sort of why I gave the shoulder shrug there. I don't know how to react to that. All right. Well, guys, in the year 2000 was the premiere of the Oxygen Cable Network. Now, Mike, I think you told us some stories about watching Oxygen at the time. Well, Oxygen, if you remember when it started, it was like the original Oprah Network. And uh, I just mentioned that uh, Sue Johansson, we talked about her in the year in review episode. She passed away last year. She had a talk show on Sunday nights. It was like around either 11 or midnight for an hour. And that got me through many sleepless nights back in like 2005, 2006, 2007-ish. Because she was just so hilarious. But yeah, it was like not really own network. It was a little bit different, but yeah, it was a thing back in 2000, Oxygen. Okay, here we go. This commercial for the brand new Oxygen Network in 2000 was called I Am a Girl. what's next yeah it started out as the uh alternative to lifetime founded by oprah and geraldine Layborne. nowadays under comcast ownership it's basically the alternative to court tv can you just describe to the audio listeners the ad Okay, so we have a bouncing baby girl born February 2nd, 2000, one day after Oxygen launched, throws her little baby girl cap on the ground. The next day, throws it on the ground, nurse picks it up, puts it back on the head. Next day, baby throws it on the ground, and now all of a sudden, all the girls in the nursery are throwing their little baby toboggans on the ground. And we have the one who started it all raise her little baby fist in defiance. Damn straight. 
Okay, our next ad is for a wedding invitation site called AuraBeginning.com. Chico, do you have any information about AuraBeginning.com? I do. AuraBeginning.com was purchased two years after this ad by an undisclosed company. And do you know what that site now leads to? If you a daycare in, in Seattle. A daycare in Seattle. So this must be a real winner. Let's see what this ad for orbeginning.com. You said you had a large selection of invitations. What we do. And why does she have my invitation? <laughs> what may be a little thing to sell? You're mine, little man. Could be a really big deal to you. Is that your wife? Huh? Not for another 15 minutes. After all, it's your special day. Ourbeginning.com. Life's an event. Announce it to the world. That was something. All of that for wedding invites. Because that's basically what Ourbeginning.com was. It was basically Shutterfly before Shutterfly was Shutterfly. And all it sold were wedding invites or birth announcements or just stationary in general. Yeah, there's a reason why that site's now a nursery in Seattle, of all places. Chico, this next ad is for FedEx. It's the Wizard of Oz FedEx commercial, and I think you know this ad has a lot of controversy. So, all right, I'll play it right here. voices. This is not good. other shipping companies can only imagine. We should probably preface this by saying, under no circumstances should you inhale helium. Yeah, that was the big controversy with this ad and why it got pulled, because people were, like, upset that it promoted that. Alright, guys. Now we're nearing the last three. First, it's the big one. Pets.com. Guys, I think we all remember Pets.com at this time. They were the big thing in internet pet retailers. They had the big ad with the sock puppet with Michael Ian Black as the voice of the sock puppet. Okay, Dino. I gotta go to a lot of stores to get what you like. I'll be back. If you leave me now, you'll take good part of me Ooh, no baby please don't go Ooh, girl I just want you to stay hey man I'm getting car sick I think I'm gonna boot well they were the big name at the time nowadays they're just part of PetSmart now we have a commercial for lifeminders.com. Now, let me just say this. This commercial, Mike, has a, probably a lot in common with a show we covered last week because this commercial was very cheap. So, here we go. Lifeminders.com.
Okay. So this is going to get lost in translation with the audio. So let me just read it because there's just typewriter face on this ad with a yellow background. So let me read it. This is the worst commercial on the Super Bowl. But it might be the best thing you see tonight. Introducing LifeMinders.com. We send highly personalized emails on topics you ask for. Free. No junk. How can we do all this for over 7.5 million members? We're information experts. Geeks. But we don't know diddly about making ads. www.lifeminders.com Ironically, they said no junk. They were bought out by Cross Media Marketing, who specializes in junk mail. Oh. That's bad. But also, very hilarious. Okay, guys, now we're at the main event. We're at a commercial for E-Trade. And let me be honest, this was my introduction to E-Trade. And you know what? It was so memorable. The company is still around today as part of Morgan Stanley. So how do you get people to know your product while wasting a whole lot of money? This greatness in 30 seconds. It's time for E-Trade, the number one place to invest online. Yep, you just get a monkey to dance and say, well, we just wasted two million bucks. How are you spending your money? And I gotta say, when I saw that ad and I saw the dancing monkey, I laughed out loud. And I thought, that's the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. And 24 years later, it's still hilarious. But, guys, what did this do for all these companies? Well, we know the result. A lot of these dot-com companies just came and went. And then one year later, the E-Trade monkey came back. For Super Bowl 35 to survey the best wastelands. <laughs> Where he encountered at the end of the ad the pets.com sock puppet lying on the ground. Oh no. It was so amazing. Oh. But you know what? In a couple of years, I guarantee you we'll be back here. And we'll be talking about all the hilarious, stupid crypto ads from Super Bowl 56. But you know what? In 2000, these commercials, they gave us an amazing thing on TV while wasting $2 million of money. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. But remember, you can always go to our website, itwasathingontv.com. We listen to the 451 episodes that precede this one. And we've got all sorts of great bonuses there, including mini shows, live shows, extended versions of previous episodes. The whole works. Also, remember, we are on all social media, including Instagram, Threads, and Mastodon, where it was a thing on TV. Except for Facebook, where we are it was a thing on TV podcast. And remember, if you want to follow us on Mastodon, search for us at it was a thing on TV at tvwatch.party. I remember the Friday Omnibus episodes at Place Mediation Pop. We got, this is day and date because we're releasing this on Friday. The drops on Friday. You won't be getting the next mini-sode. We're going to save that for next week in the drop. But don't worry, it'll be up there next Friday. So you'll be having your kick of destiny. We're going to make fun of that. So you have to wait another week on Place Mediation. But I guarantee you'll be worth it. Remember to subscribe to our podcast wherever fine podcasts we stream either at Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeart, Audible, Google Podcasts, while you still can, etc. And don't forget we are on YouTube where you can like and subscribe to our channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell on YouTube 
to be informed of all future uploads on our channel, including what's coming up on the podcast next up. Well, we mentioned the mini-sode coming up on Sunday, but we have a special bonus later on Sunday before the game. Now, if you remember four years ago, we did the Bud Bowl in episode 27 when Kansas City was playing San Francisco in the Super Bowl. So we fought for fun. We might give some of our newer listeners who weren't around with us back in 2020 a chance to listen to it. But I've added some bonus stuff to the episode that wasn't in the original episode that you're all going to enjoy. So that's coming up sometime around 4 or 5 on Super Bowl Sunday on our Podbean page. But coming up next week, starting on Tuesday, because we want to give you guys after Sunday some time to, you know, relax after the big game. But on Tuesday, Mike, we've been waiting for this episode for a long time. It's John Barber's son, favorite show, and I'm sure he can't wait to listen to it. What are we talking about, Mike, on Tuesday? Mike has his hand in his face. Because I, I, can't, I can't answer this. I, I seriously can't answer this. It's John Barber's son's favorite TV show in 1988. And his favorite character's on it. Shadi LaRue. Shadi LaRue. Yeah, we're talking about Frank's place. Perfect way to begin our coverage of Black History Month by talking about Shadi LaRue. But who also, is not black? Oh, wait, wait. Who is not black, by the way? That's the yeah. irony. But on Thursday's show, guys, this is great news for Stewie Griffin. They found a vehicle for Ellen Cleghorn. How long did it last? Well, not that long because we're talking about it. Uh, I didn't think so. But you know what? It's one of those shows that has an exclamation point in the title. So you're thinking, oh, crap, I got to watch this show. It's got an exclamation point. It's serious. Is that the reason why I watched Few? The no, exclamation point? No, you watched Few because you genuinely enjoy the works of Jay Wolpert. And honestly, who doesn't? Yeah, it's the exclamation point that matters. <laughs> but you'll find out more about those topics as we start Black History Month coming up next week, right here at It Was a Thing on TV. For Mike, for Chico, I'm Greg. Enjoy Super Sunday. And we'll see you those episodes next week. Wow! You're watching Cinema Classics on PBS. Good evening, and welcome to Cinema Classics. I'm your host, Reese DeWhat. <laughs> Tonight, we take a closer look at the beloved 1939 film, The Wizard of Oz, and a recently discovered, never-before-seen alternative ending. Why did they film this ending? I do not know. This is not why I am here. I'm a bad guesser. Just ask my wife. She asked me to guess what she learned in her exercise class. And I said, acceptance? <laughs> Worst couple's balloon ride ever. <laughs> Let's take a look now at the alternate ending in which Dorothy wakes up to find out that her adventures in Oz were all a dream. Oh, wake up, Dorothy. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Dorothy, dear, oh. it's Aunt Em. Dorothy, oh, Em, it's you. Oh. You got quite the bump on the head. We thought we might lose you for a moment. Oh, oh, but I did go. I left, and I, I tried to get back for days and days. Well, there, there, oh. you just had a bad dream. Oh. Remember me, your old pal, Hunk? And what about me? You couldn't forget my face, could you? Oh, no, but it wasn't a dream, you see. It was a place. And you were there, and you were there, and you... And you were you were a lion, a, a tin man, and a scarecrow. And what about me? Was I there? Will Ferrell comes in as the doctor looking like one of the munchkins. Was, was I in your dream? Yes, Doctor, thanks for coming to check on Dorothy. She seems fine. So, 
Was I in your dream? I, I'm, tr I'm trying to remember. And what about that? Yeah. Yeah. Were we in the dream? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, everyone was there. Hey, where's breakfast, by the way? What, what, what was I in the dream? Was I a doctor there, too? Does it really matter what everybody was? What about me? Was I also a teacher? And was I a lawyer? Tell, uh, tell me what I was. Well, okay. Well, actually, you were a mayor. Really? A mayor of where? New York? Chicago? Yeah, I'd love to move off the dream stuff, but if you're insisting it was Manchkin land. Munchkinland. So what were we, funny little weirdos? To make you laugh? Oh, no, no, not at all. What were we wearing? What? What were we wearing? Uh, whoa. Cut to Dorothy's dolls in the munchkin clothes. Oh, my God. So when you close your eyes, that's how you see us? As your little nightmare baby dolls? Oh, no. You were all heroes in your own small way. I wish that tornado had killed you. The doctor! Sorry, but I'm, I'm mad as hell. Me too, so mad! Okay, this is the exact dance you did in my dream. That's pretty adorable. So we just dance for your amusement? Like fools? No, no, you danced on the grave of the lady I killed. That was your job as part of the Lollipop Guild. So we owned a lollipop factory? No, you just kind of held them and kissed them and rode them around like little horses. Oh, my God. So these lollipops were bigger than your head? Yes. Listen, it's more dignified than it sounds. The munchkins uh, were a noble race. Race? I can't help what I dream, you guys, okay? There were, there were all sorts of creatures there. Creatures? Yeah, like flying monkeys. So we're on the same level as an airborne chimp. I'm so sorry. I know this all sounds strange, but you were a very important part of the adventure. So we were with you the whole way? Well, no, I kind of pieced out to the woods with my dog, and I think I maybe saw one of you had hanged yourself. And what did you do about it? Uh, good night. Uh, let's get out of here. Your house is a dump, by the way.